laid down themselves so to say for whatever Rabbi Sallallahu commands, whatever his instruction may be, they had made him their master in their lives. And now the king is saying to the subject, in a sense, I have this love for your mas. One is the kings of dunya, what is the kings of dunya? Rasulullah his maqam, his position, he is saying to an ummati of his, Inni la uhibbuk. Can we imagine what would have crossed through the heart of Muaz beyond our comprehension and imagination? So, this love, Nabi made it known that this is the love that I have in my heart for you. Then, Nabi says something to him that look, after every salah, Make sure you never leave the recitation of this dua or the asking of this dua. One very big lesson we learn from here is that this love that Nabi Islam expressed, this lesson that he is giving was a result of that love. When this true love, the real muhabbat, then that muhabbat dictates that you want the best for the person. There can be nothing better than the greatness of akhirat the heights of akhirat, the qurb and the closeness of Allah Ta'ala. So to the extent that there is true love, true muhabbat, then a person would be wishing this for others also. He'll be trying to aspire for that himself, trying to get closer to Allah Ta'ala himself. He'll be trying to take others also, advising others as well. So Nabi Sallallahu gave him this advice. Why? So that he also moves closer to Allah. What was the dua that Nabi Islam taught him? Very simple dua. And Nabi Islam says to him, don't ever leave this out after any salah. After every salah, ensure that you make this dua. One is reciting something, you get the barakat for the recitation, there will be reward. But asking is something else. So reciting also is not devoid of benefit. A lot of benefit in reciting as well. But asking and dua is to be asked. Dua, dua is something to beg. So this dua, very simple, very concise dua, but in this concise dua, everything is in it. Nabi Sallallahu teaches him that you say this and recite this, ask this after every dua, after every salah. Allahumma a'inni ala dhikrik. Or shukrik or husni ibadatik. Three things, very simple. The words are very simple, won't take a person any extra effort to memorize it if he doesn't know it already. And very easy. Allahumma anni ala dhikrik. Ya Allah, you help me, you assist me on remembering you. Now, the remembrance of Allah wa ta'ala, this is the essence of all the ibadat. Establish salah for my remembrance. And in that manner all the other ibadah they can look at it. The 
essence of it is the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala, the consciousness of Allah Ta'ala, connecting oneself to Allah Ta'ala. And here we have been taught in this dua to actually ask Allah Ta'ala to help us to remember Him. Allahumma inni ala dhikrik. So, one is the formal dhikr that we understand as dhikr, that is obviously part of dhikr and something to be very uh, diligent on. Daily a person should have his time for his askar, for his tasbihat, whatever ma'amulat. But over and above that, zikr, one is the zikr as Allah used to explain, the zikr of the positive wire. For the light to come on, there's two wires, the positive and the negative. If one wire is on and the other is not connected, the light won't come on. Both have to be in place. So one is the positive wire, the zikr of the things to be done. So one is the verbal zikr, the person will take Allah Ta'ala's name, recite Quran Sharif, and obviously his salah, all the other various righteous actions, all this part of zikr. And then the negative wire, there's nothing negative about this, doing this in itself, the negative wire in the sense was going to bring this light on now. One wire is in place, but the next, the other wire is, that's refraining from whatever Allah Ta'ala has forbidden, consciously staying away from sin. So now every time that a person is tempted towards some haram, towards casting some wrong glance, towards listening to something impermissible, towards making some ghibat, towards saying something vulgar, whatever, whatever that is against the commands of Allah Ta'ala, against the way of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So now he's consciously refraining from that. That is the case. That too is a very great zikr. Now when both these wires are in place, the negative and the positive, the light will come on. Now the light of taqwa will come on in the heart. Now the light of the Muhammad of Allah Ta'ala will be switched on. So this zikr of Allah Ta'ala is something very greatly emphasized. The Quran Sharif, Uzgurullah, Zikran, Kathira, remember Allah Ta'ala excessively. And the Ahadis, the Amal of Rasulullah in one gathering, the Sahaba saying we count sometimes more than 70 times istighfar in one sitting with Rasulullah Obviously in that time he's advising also, he's probably discussing some things, but in the process we are hearing more than 70 times istighfar from Rasulullah So zikr, Allahumma inni ala zikrik. And then washukrik. Allah help me to be grateful to you. It's a very great ibadat, shukar. And what is the shukar encompassing within it? Shukar obviously for deen, for the ni'mats of deen, and shukar for dunya and the ni'mats of dunya also. Shukar for everything, all the bounties of Allah Ta'ala. And what is the promise of Allah Ta'ala on shukar? You make shukar, you are truly grateful. Making shukar is not just a portion of it. Shukar in reality. Shukar in reality, one is expressing it verbally. Then, being obedient to the benefactor. Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with that na'mal. So now to express that hamd, alhamdulillah, Allahumma laka alhamd, wa laka shukr. To express that gratitude to Allah Ta'ala verbally. And then together with that now, Allah Ta'ala has blessed us, so now to submit ourselves to his obedience. That is part of the shukar. I'amaru ala da'u da shukra. Shukr is an amal. 
So when a person who is genuinely and sincerely submit himself to Allah Ta'ala, in this gratitude for Allah Ta'ala's na'mat and bounty is, Allah Ta'ala will increase it for you. So the shukr, very great ibadah. This is the antidote to all the other, and so many other issues, the anxieties and depressions and whatever else. The extent we develop the shukr, this is the balm over those difficulties and those pains that we feel. Shukr to be developed. And then the third thing, وَحُسْنِ عِبَادَتِكَ Ya Allah, you help me to gain excellence in ibadat. <coughs> one is a person, mashallah, he's got a house, any house, he's got one shack. But now you can how to better that. Then he's got a house, mashallah, it's a better house. But he's not content with that. He's having something, he's eyes on something else. He wants to better that also. He's got a car, he wants a better car. Now he's got something saved, so now he's looking at a newer model. He's got a phone, he's constantly upgrading. Everything, our dunya revolves around upgrading and updating. All the time, something or the other. Update this, upgrade that. Yet when it comes to deen, we are content where we are. Upgrading the level of our deen, deen is the same. But our commitment to deen, our involvement in deen, our fulfillment of the obligations of deen, and our attachment to deen, upgrading that, that is sometimes something that doesn't cross our mind. That is what we have been taught to ask, make this dua after every salah. Allah, help me to keep upgrading my deen, the level of my deen. What is in me? Deen is deen. But how much am I in deen? How much am I in deen? I need to get more into deen. I need to become more conscious of Allah. I need to perform a better salah. I've been making my salah, mashallah, but I need to make it with complete khushu and khudu. I need to be making an effort to perform every salah with takbir All the sunnah postures to be done in the correct manner. Now that's part of the upgrade, because I'm still not yet there, I need to improve that. Likewise, how much of the knowledge I'm making daily, I need to upgrade. Making this kotopara, I need to do more. If I'm not in kotopara, I need to get somewhere. Am I making the tasbihah, the zikr of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala daily? I need to upgrade, come closer to Allah ta'ala in this regard. Then what is the level in my ibadat? Ibadat improves our whole life. So what is the level of my ibadat in terms of my mu'amalat, my dealings with people? To what extent is this in conformity to what Allah does commands To what Rasulullah is taught? For husni ibadati. Allah grant me excellence in this mu'amalat as well. In my ma'asharat, my social life, how I live with everybody. How I live with my family, with my children, with my parents, with my spouse. How I live with my neighbors, with people in society. What kind of justice, what kind of uh, compassion and kindness I have, what kind of akhlaq I display, all this is part of ibadat. Now to upgrade this, he is there, how much am I in all these amal? So, husni ibadatik. Ya Allah, you grant me the tawfiq of gaining this excellence in ibadat, to gain this upgrade. So, mashallah, we try to keep upgrading in dunya, the level of our, and everybody says that we improve the, improve the quality of life. Improve the quality of life simply, the, what is meant by that is to try and invest more of the dunya, try and get better things of dunya. But upgrading the quality of our deen, upgrading the level of our salah, what kind of salah we are performing, 
upgrading how we conduct ourselves in terms of our akhlaq. That is all included in this dua. What a comprehensive dua. Because deen, all the departments of deen, all this is ibadah. And husni ibadah includes everything. It's not only salah. Salah includes all the ibadah, all the mu'amalat, mu'asharat, akhlaq, everything. So now a person consciously, consciously making this dua, every day he's consciously, five times making this dua, and he's going to become concerned about doing it also. He's not only going to make dua and leave it at that, he's consciously making the dua, it's going to now start working in him, he's going to start playing in his mind, he's going to start affecting his heart, impacting on his heart, he'll start taking some steps now, I need to do something, I need to now go one step ahead now. This is a very, very comprehensive dua, a very beautiful dua. We should be learning this dua as well, making a point of reciting it after every salah, asking it after every salah, and together with this, making that effort as well to keep updating and upgrading our deen. How? In order to keep updating and upgrading the deen, what is that we have to adopt the company of the pious. Maybe in the company of Allah, Ikram, pious personalities, Mashallah, in our communities, we'll have many people who will be a means of upgrading ourselves in our deen. Then all the work of deen, work of doubt, other efforts of deen, we'll be part of it, we try to improve ourselves, we try to help others as well. In this way, we too will succeed, inshallah, and we'll become the means of others succeeding. Allah wa ta'ala, give us all the profit, Allah ta'ala, bless us with the reality of these very, very deep lessons, very simple words, but very deep lessons, which are the essence of deen. Allah give us the topic of bringing this in our lives.